Can the Arizona Cardinals remain perfect for the 2021 season on the road in Baker Kyler Bowl 2? Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, we're breaking it all down on this episode of Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. That's right. Rise up, Red Sea. Fire it up for a week six edition preview show. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy hanging out with you. And we're going to be predicting what we think is going to happen on Sunday afternoon. The mistake by the lake. Cleveland. Cleveland rocks. <laughs> Drew Carey's not walking through that door. No, nope. it's not happening. But Kyler Murray is. We've got your uh, latest injury report for the Arizona Cardinals. Who's going to be playing for the Redbirds? Who's going to be playing for the Browns? And how we think, where's the path to victory? For the Arizona Cardinals against the three and two Cleveland Browns squad, there's it's it's a mismatch. I think we can say that right out of the gates. I think it's just a mis- mismatch as far as how the Browns want to be successful on the offensive side of the football and what the strengths of the Arizona Cardinals are on the defensive side of the football. We'll get into that, but yeah, the the predictions we're going to get into our key players of the game, our offensive player of the game, and our defensive player of the game. And I think I nailed it last week. We'll pro- I just want to revisit that because I think I nailed it right out of the gates last week, but I could be wrong. Uh, Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, thank you for making Lockdown Cardinals your first listen each and every morning for your Cardinals news. We're the best daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, and we appreciate you helping us get there. Um, but yeah, Alex, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at this game, and it's it's kind of um, as far as one team in the NFL that should strike fear into the Arizona Cardinals as far as how they look to be successful should be the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, it's strength versus weakness. You know, it's just, and it's it's not going to be pretty. You'd think uh, Vance Joseph has surprised us um, myriad times before, seemingly all of last season after Chandler Jones went out. Um, this is a game where, like, normally the first few weeks you're like, well, this is kind of how we think it's going to go. You know, this is these are going to be the strengths. This is where you need to exploit. I have no idea what the hell is going to happen on Sunday. Like, I have no idea what they're going to do with Baker Mayfield. I don't know if they're just going to sell out completely on the run and make Baker throw over the top and have Buda Baker and Jalen Thompson, you know, uh, be the last line of defense uh, against the pass and, uh, you know, it, it go a little bit lighter with, with the pass protection. Like, I have no idea what's going to happen. I, I think I know what's going to happen, that they're going to run a rough shot all over the Cardinals and the Cardinals are going to have to keep them out of the end zone. Ben don't break, which is what the Cardinals have done so far this season. But I have no idea. I have no yeah. idea because you're right. It's set up for the Cardinals to be exposed, but it's not exposed because everybody knows what the one weak spot we've seen from the defense so far through five weeks, at least 80% of the time or 70% of the time is the, is the rush defense, but the other 30% of the time they look fine. So we have no idea. We have no idea what it's going to be like to be offensive line versus defensive line, Cleveland versus Cardinals. And, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, when you have a player the caliber of J.J. Watt and what he can do against the run, uh, he can't be your only source of run defense. And they are going to add Jordan Phillips back. He was activated earlier this week, and he's more known of a, as a guy that can get to the quarterback, but he's some beef to put in the teeth of this defense. And if Zach Allen can up his game as far as trying to slow down the run, you know, I think they have the, the guys to do it. But that means when it comes down to it, and, and they're going to potentially – Things are trending towards Byron Murphy, Marco Wilson getting back in this defensive secondary. When Baker Mayfield needs to drop back on third and long, 
you need to be able to take that needs to be a win for you. Like you have to win on defense there because that's what you want, right? You don't want Baker Mayfield to be able to convert on the, in those situations because if they do, yeah, this game could be ugly as far as the Arizona Cardinals go. And uh, because, you know, you have that run pass balance. That's what all teams are looking for in the NFL. And if on first and second down, it's, it's Nick Chubb, it's, it's Kareem Hunt, and they're gashing you. And then, you know, Baker Mayfield, he's got third and manageable. I mean, most quarterbacks become very good in those situations. Well, yeah, and you got to look at it like this. Like, unlike Tennessee, unlike other teams that are very, very run heavy, and then, you know, unless the script changes and they go down two scores, like the Cardinals put Tennessee in week one, it changes. This ain't changing. They're running the ball. If they're down 14 nothing in the first quarter, they're running the ball. If they're down 21-6 at halftime, they're going to run the ball. And it's not necessarily run the ball handoff. It's, it's um, also dump downs to both of those guys. You know, extensions of a handoff, you know, long handoffs would just dump downs to the guys from Baker Mayfield. That's what they do. They'll take the occasional deep shot, but that's what they do. And what Jeff Lloyd said was interesting from Lockdown Browns yesterday is when Odo Beckham Jr. is on the field, he gets respected even though he is a shell of what he was for the 18 months that he was great in New York. You know, he's going to get respect because one play, 70 yards, touchdown is always on the table. He's more of a Deshaun Jackson kind of guy now as opposed to what he was, um, you know, in New York. But they're going to run the ball. That's the game plan. And as you mentioned, third and two, I could play quarterback and have a 60% completion rate on third and two. You know, because you bring in double tight ends, you do whatever. I mean, and you're right. Like, Baker Mayfield's got the more easy of the quarterback jobs in the NFL with how great they scheme, you know, run-wise, obviously. Yeah, you know, now we've kind of fear-mongered you for about a full segment of our podcast that now I kind of want to get into where I think the Arizona Cardinals can can take control of this game. And they've done it already a couple times this season where, you know, they are able to especially get off to a fast start with their offense. The Arizona Cardinals get up potentially two scores, and you can remove some of those runs that make enforce Cleveland to throw the football. I mean, it it just can will can completely change how this how this game's going to go come Sunday. Like if you put Cleveland in in a chance where they in a spot where they need to on two of the three downs instead of run pass, that works to the Arizona Cardinals' advantage with their pass rush, the pressure they're getting on opposing quarterbacks, making them uncomfortable, making bad throws. And now with your two key cogs back in the defensive secondary and Wilson and Byron Murphy, at least it looks like that. I like that. And I like, you know, it's, it's also going to come down. And, and this is something that we're going to preach each and every week because we didn't see the consistency last year is the consistency from this offense to be elite. Like this offense, if it can do what it did in week one against Tennessee and week uh, three against the Los Angeles Rams. I mean, all this is, is a moot point. Get your mic off. Damn it. It was a joke, too. It's a moot point. It's a Cal's opinion. It doesn't matter. Um, when, when, uh, when you look at it, especially after Sunday, less past Sunday for the Browns, when the Chargers put up a 49-47 burger, if the Cardinals put up 17 points against this team, there's going to be questions. You know, it's not like this defense can be had, is my point, and it can be exploited for 60 minutes and we saw it last Sunday. So you're right. I mean, now let me ask you this before we get into the next segment. What would show you more positive about this team? Them winning in a shootout or them winning where the under will hit? I think the under the over-under is 49 and a half right now, according to betonline.ag. Would you rather see the, this hit the over and them win or hit the under and them win? 
I mean, what I'd like to see for, for entertainment purposes is, is a shootout. But what I think would prove and kind of change the narrative and continue to change the narrative around this team is winning a grinded out, another grinded out game, and this time on the road. Uh, that would tell us a lot. But, you know, do I want to take I, – I don't want to go through that stressful of a game. No, I would much rather see the offense roll and get back on track. But there are a couple of different variables that we're going to get into that could slow them down from doing that. We've got full predictions coming up. We're going to hit our fast our Friday five. We're going to get into a couple of the odds for this game from betonline.ag. And betonline.ag is the best place for you to get any action during the football season. BetOnline is your number one spot for pro college football action in 2021. New updated site interface, even more odds, props, contests. BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website. Use the mobile, your mobile device. Today, receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code Locked On. That's your new promo code to receive your bonus. 50%. Put in 100 bucks, you get 50 free extra dollars to help build your stack at betonline.ag. You can do anything with that cash. You can even use it in the Vegas casino games. You can bet on boxing. You can bet on basketball. Take advantage of the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest, easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, thanks for listening to Locked On Cardinals each and every morning, making us your first listen. We appreciate it. Thanks for everybody who tunes in, views us on YouTube. YouTube channel continues to take off like a rocket ship, and it's all because of you guys, you guys, you gals out there subscribing and chatting and commenting, watching our premieres at 10 a.m. each and every day. Big thank you from Alex and myself and the Locked On Podcast Network for making Arizona Locked On Arizona Cardinals the top daily Cardinals podcast. So. You know, I, I was mentioning there's a couple different variables that go into what could slow down the Arizona Cardinals offense. And I think, you know, from what Jeff Lloyd said in our crossover episode on Thursday, check it out, is a couple guys are getting healthy in that defensive secondary. Now, they're not guys that you know. They're not household names. Sure, like uh, Denzel Ward is. And I think Denzel Ward's one of the more underrated cornerbacks in this league, a guy that they took, what, third overall a couple drafts ago out of Ohio State? Fourth, yeah. But, yeah, fourth overall. He was the second of two picks. He was in the Baker draft, wasn't he? Uh, so, yeah, and they took him over Bradley Chubb, which was a huge thing coming out of the draft. They went corner and surprised everybody. And I think they're probably looking pretty smart. I mean, both yeah. both of those players are dealing with injuries each and every year, it seems like. But Greg Williams, the kid out of Northwestern that we talked about on this podcast is a potential target for the Arizona Cardinals uh, before the draft. Uh, and then Greedy Williams, a guy that you love I, out of LSU mm -hmm. that we even looked at a couple drafts ago. Uh, those are three guys like there aren't a lot of cornerback rooms in the NFL that are set up to maybe, you know, combat or deal with the Arizona Cardinals wide receivers. Like they have enough guys to put hats on hats and win one on one matchups or at least hold serve. Yeah. And, and when we're looking at just talking about this draft, because we had Greg Newsom as one, uh, Caleb Farley with his injury concern as the other, and they decided to go Zayvon Collins. We found that out 48 hours before the draft when all the mock drafts changed. Um, None of them have really stood out, stood out. So at least the Cardinals at that point, it's not like they're going to see Greg Newsom and be like, oh, this is the guy that got away out of Northwestern when the Cardinals decided to go linebacker instead of corner. Um, yeah. I mean, Denzel Ward is good. Um, uh, the kid out of Notre Dame is getting healthy. The linebacker who's good in coverage as well from the linebacker position. Um, Greedy, you know, Greedy Williams, we loved. He was supposed to go like top five or something in that draft. And then he slowly, slowly trickled down, and they ended up getting him in the LSU, the Odell Beckham Jr. video on Instagram of him screaming greedy like an idiot. It was kind of like the whole thing that got greedy. And then we haven't heard anything from him because he's been injured. But, yeah, I mean, 
We'll see if they can keep up with the amount of options that Kyler Murray has. I'll be interested to see if there's going to be more passes caught by running backs out of the backfield that we we've seen some, but James Conner used to catch eight or nine balls out of the backfield in Pittsburgh. You know, like so he's capable of doing that. There's they've got plenty of options. We'll see if Richard Rodgers will be on the active will be on the active roster after he was signed to the practice squad yesterday. Um, I don't know if they're just going to be like, okay, here are the eight plays that we're going to run for you to run routes, and you're going to be blocking the rest of the game. I think they got to move him up right away. The dude's a pro. Get him up there. If Richard Rodgers is there, that's even more issues for the opposing secondaries. So, yeah, I mean, the Cardinals are in a good spot. We haven't heard a lot from Christian Kirk. We've seen Rondell Moore flash. Bo was a yard and a half away from choosing the offensive player of the game uh, that we'll talk about next segment. But, yeah, I mean, they've got options. They've yeah. got options regardless of secondaries they're facing. It's really interesting. I, I saw this stat the other day, and I tweeted out at B-O-B-R-E-C-K or Bob Rack, whatever you want to look up on Twitter. But the Arizona Cardinals have three wide receivers in the top 10 as far as targets and the percentage of balls that they catch. And the top guy, as far as that, is, as far as that goes, is Christian Kirk. So Christian Kirk, Alex, is fifth in the league. He's been targeted 23 times, and he's hauled in 21 of those balls. That means two balls have hit the turf. And then just below that is Chase Edmonds. You talk about the running backs. He's 23 of 26. He's caught 23 balls, 26 targets. And then Rondell Moore, the rookie. I mean, and this is not even, he's got 21 of 24. And this isn't even talk about DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins was like 24 of 32. That doesn't mean he's got a drop in there. It means the ball, he couldn't catch the ball. But with Kyler Murray leading the league in completion percentage at 75%, like the ball's not touching the ground in this offense. I'm interested to see if there's like some more athletic, you know, cornerbacks and they face some pretty crappy corners so far outside of Jalen Ramsey and Troy Hill's a guy who, who I think haunts Kyler Murray's nightmares because he had a big <laughs> pick six last year but yeah uh, I think that this is a like you Cleveland should be very scared of what's coming to town on Sunday well and this is going to be just like 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 week one was even though week one's kind of wonky as it is it's going to be a litmus test for the offense for the Cardinals against Tennessee's defense and the rush defense against Derrick Henry the majority of the game they held Derrick Henry in check and then the game got out of hand so he was obviously rendered somewhat obsolete it's going to be a litmus test for this passing offense and for the rush defense on Sunday and the the stakes are higher if they go into Cleveland and win regardless of final score they're going to be looked at as the best team in the NFL. Not just by record, yeah. but because they go on the road, it's going to be the game of the week in the afternoon, even though it's not maybe slated that way because some dumbass NFC East game is going to be touted as more important. But yeah. this, if the Cardinals go in and win, especially if they win by 10 or more, it's like, sweet mother, they're the best team in the NFL through six weeks. Well, yeah, especially with the diversity of the six wins. Like, you, you blow the doors off to Tennessee. You know, you take care of business after a slow start against a win. You, like, you, you did what you needed to do against Jacksonville. You crush L.A. You, uh, you take, and then you take care of business in a hostile environment, dog pound, on the road. Sure, you do get, I think, a little piece back because it is a later kickoff. Like, I, that is huge. I think that's huge. It's, as huge. Far as it's, it's not a 10 a.m. kick. So, it's not kegs and eggs for everybody out there. And, <laughs> <Gross>. uh, <laughs> But the Arizona Cardinals, as far as the defense goes, because I think I think the offense, if the offense and, and you and I will continue to preach that talking point until, you know, maybe week 10 and we've got a full resume where, yeah, they were slowed down in, in the San Francisco game, but they got it done when they needed to, uh, that this offense can be consistent enough to really be the contending team that they have the talent for. But I, I think as far as 
you know, it, it needs to show up. And if it does, the Arizona Cardinals are going to be fine. As far as the defensive side of the football in that run game, who do you think stands out? Because I'm concerned about Jordan Hicks in this game. I've been pleasantly surprised with Jordan Hicks this season, but he's going to need some help from those athletic guy, young guys and Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins because he can't keep up with Kareem Hunt or Nick Chubb. Like if they get, if they get, if they're going to turn the corner, they can turn the corner on Jordan Hicks. Yeah, he'll be the anchor for the lead dancers of Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons. He'll have a lot of half tackles. Let's put it that way on Sunday. You want those two guys. You're right. I mean, Zayvon isn't the fastest guy, but he's an absolute mauler. Nick Chubb is a unit. Like, Nick Chubb is an absolute unit. Kareem Hunt is a little bit lighter, a little bit more twinkle-toe. Nick Chubb is a 1980s running back. And it's going to be different. Like, what you have, Isaiah Simmons has already shown the NFL he can tackle anybody with any sort of any sort of direction, any sort of angle, any sort of force coming towards the goal line where he did with Derrick Henry and Trey Lance this past week. So he is a tackle monster. And he's fast enough, as you mentioned, to be able to keep up with these guys. But if they get to the second level, it's going to be a guessing game regardless unless you have a bunch of linebackers and safeties down on that second level protecting the run. Yeah. You know, because it's going once one miss and they're gone. You got you love Buda Baker, you love Jalen Thompson. Jalen Thompson has had some touchdown saving tackles already with Dalvin Cook, etc., earlier in the season. But these guys are different. These guys are all pro running backs, and there's two of them. So there's no third down back that's gonna be a guy like you know, you know, um Ham from uh Minnesota or somebody else, Devontae Booker, like guys that are just thrown in for third yeah. down to give their main mm-hmm. RBs a rest. Both these guys are RB1s. Yeah. There's going to be no let up. And both of these guys, uh, as far as carries in the fourth quarter, they get stronger. Nick Chubb is, I think he's six in the NFL. He averages just under seven yards per carry in the fourth quarter. And then below him, Kareem Hunt. I mean, he averages over five yards per carry in the fourth quarter. These are guys that get stronger as the game progressive. You know what? You know what's crazy about that too is, is Chase Edmonds is ahead of both of those guys in that stat this year. He's, he's averaging under eight yards per carry, seven point eight yards per carry in the fourth quarter. It helps that he had a fifty yard rush against the LA Rams, but yeah. that's astounding. And James Conner looked great in the fourth quarter. I thought for the Arizona Cardinals last week too. Uh, just some decent running backs going in this contest. It's pretty sweet. I mean, and yeah. you could see that that could potentially lend to a lower scoring game if there aren't any, you know, huge breakaway touchdown runs because, you know, you run the ball, the clock runs more. And I mean, it's, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, again, we talked about this. I don't know what's going to happen in this game. And I know we're going to touch on injuries before we make our predictions because Kyler Murray has a safety net now. And I wonder if he's going to be used at all or if they're just going to let Kyler run, let Kyler fly at 60 or 70% of what he normally is. Yeah, Kyler Murray came up on the injury report. We're going to get into that. We're going to have that conversation. Our predictions are Friday 5. It's all coming up. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network. Got to celebrate the best-tasting protein bar on the planet. Talking about Built Bar. You don't know what Built Bar is. They've got nine delicious flavors, and they don't cut any corners as far as nutrition is concerned. Coconut, Cherry Barcia, Raspberry, Mint Brownie, Salted Caramel, my personal favorite, Strawberry Orange. That's one of Alex's favorites. You've got those delicious flavors. You can buy a mix box, figure out which one you like the best, and then continue to order that throughout the rest of your life because Built Bar is something that you never give up on after you try it for the first time. Not only are they tasty, they're healthy. 17 to 18 grams of protein. You've got only 130 to 180 calories, 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and just 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. And right now, if you go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCK15 
you'll get 15% off your next order. That's using the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Arizona Cardinals, three-point dogs on the road. We're going to get into whether or not we think that they can cover that. Maybe even just you take the Cardinals on the money line straight up to win this game to improve the 6-0. and we'll Look at the total, another high total for this Arizona Cardinals game. They've, had, they've been projected to be in some high-scoring affairs each and every week because of their offense. They're in the conversation for the highest totals in the NFL. Should you take the over? Should you take the under? We'll get into that. But first, yeah, Alex mentioned that Kyler Murray shows up on the injury report. It's the shoulder issue. Uh, we don't know if it's – is it the same shoulder as that he injured last year in 2020? I Yeah, I believe so. So Kyler Murray, has he shows up. He's limited in practice, but he talks. He's at, he's at the dais. He's having the same, you know, back and forth with the media. It, you've got some insight that says, look, as far as putting a percentage on this, where, where should your level of concern be? Uh, 25. 30 like that. So Josh yeah. Weinfuss is, 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 a, is a, you know, we love him on the show writer for ESPN, Arizona Cardinals writer. Um, he was on local radio earlier uh, Thursday and he was talking about his level of concern. And he said about 30%, you know, like he's going to play, but it's yeah. really, it's the next hit. Is it the next hit? And, you know, they're going to I mean, Miles Garrett is, I mean, even when he's not throwing helmets at people, he's, He's one of the best uh, pass rushers in the game, if not the best at this point. Um, one hit from Kyler. We know he's smaller. You know, I, I don't – that's the that's a concern, but I would say still 30%. I mean, he's made a life, his whole life, evading contact. His whole life right. has been evading contact. So, you know, you just maybe see the sack numbers go up a little bit in this game where he'll go down protecting himself uh, instead of trying to spin out because what we've seen – Against San Francisco, they did their homework, and you better believe that Cleveland's going to do this now. The Tony Romo Russell Wilson spin out was bracketed last week. Yeah, and it's, if uh, if that's something moving forward, he's going to have to either stay in the pocket, throw the ball away, or go down. Yeah, and uh, Jadavian Clowney returned to practice. So did Miles Garrett. Both uh, ones got but Clowney's got two injuries. So does Garrett. So are they hobbled? But still, they could potentially it looks like they're going to be back in the lineup. Both the running backs did not practice, but as we've we've said, Jeff Lloyd said, it's like these guys don't need to practice. But uh, Kareem Hunt, he's uh, he's facing an injury, and so is is his running back uh, or his backfield mate. But just according to the the injury report from Thursday, was that uh, they didn't, you know, Hunt has a wrist and knee injury, and Chubb's got a calf injury. So we'll continue to follow that. Um, you know, we've seen Kyler with the shoulder injury, right? Like it lingered last year, and for anybody to say that it wasn't an issue and it didn't impact his game is, is lying through their teeth. Like it impacted this offense, and it impacted this offense majorly. Like he wasn't the same player. So like that fear of oh no, here we go again. Like I don't I don't blame anybody for for feeling that when they just see his name pop up in the like. Look, Tom Brady was on the injury report every year, every game, every week for the New England Patriots with a shoulder issue. It never really impact him but what we saw last year it just has me pause but you feel like look the Arizona Cardinals at least if they're in a pinch and they need to make sure that Kyler Murray gets back to 100% because we know what this offense looks like with him on 100% that they have it that they have that opportunity to get some a breather for Kyler yeah yes um we can't underappreciate how much Colt McCoy means to this team you know I mean, just in case, 
the unthinkable, the just in case something happens and the Cardinals are mid-game, midway through the second quarter, you're up 7-3 or down 7-3, you've got a capable, seasoned, level-headed quarterback who can run the offense. He's an upgrade from Brad Hundley. He's won a bunch of games for a bunch of teams. He's won out starting jobs against guys he never should have won out starting jobs against. He's made a life out of it. He was, before I think before Maker Bay, Baker Mayfield supplanted him, he had the highest completion percentage in college football history when he was with Texas. So the dude can run an offense. He can huck it. He can hand the ball off. He can check out. He can do everything that Chris Trevler, neither Chris Trevler nor Brett Hundley or anybody else that's backed up Kyler Murray up to this point can do. So right. you have a safety net. And we talked about it this offseason. It's one of the more underappreciated signings this offseason. Not just for mental stuff, but in case Kyler gets hurt, you got a guy. You got a guy. And, and you've got the guys across the rest of the offense. We always talk about the wide receivers. We talk about Chase Edmonds and his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield. It's just like he has four or five people that he that, – and Colt McCoy, you talk about the completion percentage. That's because he has the ability to get the ball to his play in the playmaker's hands. He just does. It, it's not, hey, I'm going to go through my first read and look downfield to DeAndre Hopkins. He's going to get the ball into a playmaker's hands and then let them do the work. And he did that in the preseason. I know you don't want to buy too much into what you saw in the preseason. Right. But that's what we saw. And it was very encouraging that if Kyler has to miss any time, if he does, you know, that's the question. I think hopefully we won't have to talk about it too much after this contest. Hopefully we won't be like, man, he didn't look good. He looked injured. And what do you do now? Hopefully we maybe can table this for a while. But we're just saying if if – they do need to rely on Colt McCoy. I think that that's a better option than going to the old CFL quarterback and tri- yeah, Chris Trevler. For sure. And then we're in unprecedented times with the extra with the extra game, 17 weeks. So say the Cardinals win on Sunday and Kyler looks fine, you know, 22 of 33, whatever, 252 touchdowns and the Cardinals win. But he's a little hobbled. You can then start to schedule watch and be like, you know what? You may be 70%, but the Cardinals are up three games in the division win loss wise. They're all of these things like, you know what? Is it better to play a 55% Kyler or a 100% Colt McCoy with a 17 week season? You know, like these are conversations that need to be had at this point. If it comes up because of that extra game, the extra game changes everything. Yeah. The Cardinals are going to be the only team that does it. And this may be a little too early premature to talk about this, but at some point that's going to be a topic of conversation that you and I are going to have. Should yeah, they start think, Colt McCoy and rest Kyler Murray for a week or two, depending on record? Like Aaron Rodgers, you think Aaron Rodgers is going to play all seventeen games? Like if the, probably if the not. Packers, well, it depends I mean, on record, but it depends on record. I mean, it's a bad NFC North. I mean, I think Chicago will probably at some point fall off, but I, they're going to be sitting there and they're like, okay, what is it? What does it serve us? I mean, I, I don't. I think you're right. It's, it's going to be something we're going to see trending by week fourteen, probably this season. If not earlier, I mean, it depends yeah. on bye weeks and stuff. Like the Cardinals bye week is until Thanksgiving, man. They got yeah. a long way to go. <laughs> um, which, but you know, for most reasons, it's good because you just keep this momentum rolling as much momentum as you can have in the NFL. But injury concern wise, you don't get a break for six weeks. No, that and it doesn't look like Rodney Hudson's going to play. Um, right, big big bummer for the offense. Max Garcia is going to be a guy that's going to go in there, and he played well. I mean, but I, I just don't think he's. He's not going to be the one that's going to tell Kyler Murray in the huddle, like, hey, uh, this is what I'm seeing from the opposing defense. Maybe you should, you know, 
audible out like the Christian Kirk play from earlier this season for the touchdown. I just think that, uh, look, if he can go out there and he can play better than Mason Cole did at any point last year, Arizona Cardinals are in a better spot. Uh, let's get into our predictions. Let's get into our players of the games. Let's get into our Friday five. This is a three-point spread. Arizona Cardinals are dogs on the road. You've got a total of 49 and a half. And, uh, you know, I, th- I think there's one prop bet that I'm really intrigued by. Uh, let's get into it. I'll have you? I went first last time. Let's have you go first this time, Alex. What are we doing? Player of the game first? No, let's just go what with it. What, what's your score prediction? Oh, um, oh, man. I can't pick the Cardinals. I can't. With Rodney Hudson out and with Kyler Hobbled, um, I want to. Uh, I think it's going to be 27-20 Cleveland. So the under is going to hit. 27-20. 27-20. You like the under. You know, it's uh, – I'm, I'm, I'm not – betting against them any longer like I was very skeptical I was especially in the Rams game and, I'm, and I know that Rodney Hudson is such a key part to their success yeah. but I think that you know unless I just don't know much about a 30% concern about Kyler Murray's injury I, I'm not going to buy into it until I see it for myself but I'm just going to approach this like their offense is going to be pretty close to full strength he's got those playmakers he can get the ball in his hands. He's already done a great job of doing it. 75% completion percentage. I like this offense to kind of come off of a bad performance and have a solid performance on the road against the Browns who are coming off a poor performance against the Chargers. So I think the Arizona Cardinals have a really good chance to win this game. I think they, it's going to be tight. It's going to be one that you're not going to, it's, it's not going to be put away early, but I think they win 29-27. I do. Okay. I, I, I can appreciate it. So that's going to be the over. That's going to hit the over. And, Maybe uh, just swallow some Praetorade to end that game. <laughs> we we haven't seen that. It's uh in, in Praetorade, he's been he missed the field goal. Was it 61 yards at half as time was the clock was rolling? Just, yeah. You put it now in two positions at the end of the half, which are basically like losing some shot. Poor guy. <laughs> but uh your players of the game. You got who who you got? No, no, no. I went first last time. Okay, all right. Should we, do you want me to bring that prop bet into first, then we'll get into players of the game? Sure. Prop bet is uh, is the over the total for fourth down conversions, one and a half between these two teams, and I think that that's that's a you hammer that. Hammer it. Hammer the over. Hammer it. Hammer the it's, over. This is in San Francisco with uh, with Trey Lance making the poor decisions with the football and and not going up or going under, or doing anything or pump faking. This is Baker Mayfield. He's crafty. I assume I think that he, especially in short yardage situations with those running backs that they can get a they can convert and the Arizona Cardinals have shown that they can convert on fourth down. So I, I'm hammering that one and a half. Give me that. That's a good bet there. Bet that's online. A good, that's a good one too. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I like that too. Rooting for fourth down conversions. Uh as far as my offensive player of the game, this is the Kyler Murray show this week. This is the Kyler Murray show. Just I saw the, the over. Again. Over what am I, is it the can I not? We use never Kyler? do Kyler. It's fine. Kyler Murray's out of it. Kyler Murray's out of it. Fine. Pick a coach. Go wild. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh man. All right. So I mean, if I'm gonna stay with that offense and those wide receivers, you know who's who's used to be playing in the AFC North. Your boy, AJ Green. He's been quiet. It's time for AJ Green. Have Green. That's my yeah offense. Player. I'm gonna say James Conner. I think this is going to be a grounded out, pounded out, James Conner-like game. We're starting to see him blossom 
getting more opportunities. Obviously, around the goal line, he's been a wizard. Like you, you draft him in your fantasy league just to play him during bye weeks because he's going to score. He's on the pace. He's going to score twelve or thirteen touchdowns this year if they keep giving him the rock. You know, if I mean they've given the ball four times inside the three yard line, he's money in the bank. He's four for four converting that yeah. into a score. Yeah, and like again, you have to give Ronnie Hudson credit, obviously, but you have on the he's bounced. He bounced to the outside on a great uh, toss or flip from Kyler last week for their for their touchdown, like. James Conner is going to be the guy. And especially if you want the best way to keep the opposing team off the field, run the ball effectively, bleed that clock. I don't think we're going to be seeing a lot of hurry up in Cleveland from the Cardinals. I mean, obviously, depending on game flow with score and everything, but I feel like winning the time of possession battle, James Conner is going to have a very integral part, gets in the touch, gets in the end zone once, if not twice, James Conner. It's so key for this defense to slow down the run, and it would be just, I think, unoriginal for me to say Justin James Watt as the key <laughs> defensive player. So I think where the big plays are going to come is when Baker Mayfield's putting the ball up and Byron Murphy being at back in the lineup. I think Byron Murphy, uh, has, he makes some big plays to get the defense the field and the ball back in the offense's hands. I don't know if he gets his fourth interception, but I like Byron Murphy in this game. Yeah, and it's interesting. I went secondary also, even though the whole thing is stop the run. But because they're going to sell it on the run, you think the secondary is going to be exposed, and they're going to have to make plays as you mentioned. It's Buda Baker, because who knows where Byron's going to be if they're going to stack him close in the box, if they're going to have him spy running backs, which is what you do with Cleveland. Uh, it, it it's going to the the weight of the world is going to be on By on uh, Buda Baker's shoulders to not let anybody behind him, to cover when corners have to stop the run. Like, there's going to be a lot of Buda Baker where he's going to have to make plays like he always does. He always seems to be in the right place at the right time. Um, can you just – can we just take 30 seconds and appreciate Buda Baker because we don't talk about him enough. It's like he's like – because Rodney Hudson's new. Yeah. You talk about him. Haven't talked about DJ Humphreys at all. He's played great. Like, yeah. there are a couple guys you just don't talk about because he's not Jamal Adams. He's not Derwin James. He's not guys to do it like Buda Baker can fit in Derwin James's pocket, it seems like. And he's one of the hardest hitters in the NFL, and he's the metronome for this defense. You know, you know so what? Just, I want to see I want to see Buddha go up against I want to see that Nick Chubb Buddha Baker showed up. Oh. Like just two missiles going at each other. I mean it's yeah. just that's what we that that's that's your popcorn moment in the game. I want to see that come Sunday. Uh but yeah Buddha Baker is going to be huge and essential for this offense or this defense to uh Continue to do what it's done and get the ball back in the offense's hands. You know, whether or not the offense can take advantage of it, struggled last week, we'll see. But I think the Arizona Cardinals get a big win in week six on the road against the Cleveland Browns. What do you think? Tell us your score prediction in the YouTube comments. Hit us up on Twitter at Lockdown Easy Cards. Also give us our offensive and defensive players of the game, your offensive and defensive players of the game. We've already given you ours. So do that. Have a great rest of your Friday. Have a great weekend. And uh, we'll talk to you guys halftime before the or during the game. Woo! We're always talking to you at halftime on YouTube, on Facebook. Is it? Uh, do we have a Twitter space for that? We're, it's on Twitter, right? Yeah, it is. Yes. Yeah. So follow us on Twitter at, at Lockdown Easy Cards. Follow Alex at Clancy's Corner. Follow me at B O B R A C K. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. Now make Peacock and Williamson your second listen today. They're giving you a little tour around the NFL before week six, looking at all the matchups. It's Matt Williamson, a former NFL scout, giving you expert NFL analysis, along with Brian Peacock of Lockdown Niners. It's free.
free and it's available on all platforms, just like Locked On Cardinals. We'll talk to you all on Sunday.